praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. Father, we thank you for this hour of the word of God. And we ask that, O oh God, your word will come forth in power. Your, your word will come forth to accomplish the reason of your sending it forth to us today. We want the spirit of your word. And so we pray that, O oh God, as you find it pleasing, let your word come to us and do your will in us. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you very much for that beautiful song. <clears throat> you know, um, it is very important to have full knowledge about God. Half knowledge can do you harm. And so, if you're here, I want you to desire that you may know God and understand Him. It is very possible to become a church goer. And your lack of knowledge, that's having the full knowledge of God, can cause you harm. Hallelujah. And so, I want you and I want to plead with you that God would open your eyes to have a full knowledge of Him or to pursue after Him to find the fullness of knowledge concerning God. Amen. Because you see, sometimes you can be very zealous and have knowledge and that will not help you. I'm going to share with you briefly on this issue of if not. The title of my message is if not. You will, you will find out that you can know God in a certain way. Of course he can do everything as he pleases. But if he does not do what you expect him to do. Will it cause any havoc? Will it cause you to backslide? That's the reason for which I think it's very important that we look into this matter of if not. And you know, it's also a scripture. We're going to read from Daniel chapter 3 verse 12. And uh, we, we, we read from verse 12 probably to 16. And see when this thing came up. There are certain Jews whom you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon. Shadrach. Meshach and Abednego, these men, O king, have not paid due regard to you. They do not serve your gods or worship the gold image which you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in a rage and fury, gave the command to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spoke saying to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods 
or worship the gold image which I have set up. Now, if you are ready, at the time you hear the sound of the horn, flute, harp, lyre, and psaltery, the symphony, with all kinds of music, and you fall down and worship the image which I have made, good. But if you do not worship, you shall be cast immediately into the midst of a burning fury, finance, who is the God who will deliver you from my hands. That statement does something. Who is the God who will deliver you from my hands? We have a God who can deliver from the hands of the devil. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. Yes. If that God, I'm sorry, if that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery finance and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. I want you to read this portion for me, one, two. Ah, 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 you didn't start well at all. One, two. No, 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 no. But if not, one, two. Okay, that we do not serve, worship the gold image which you have set up. Praise the Lord. I love the title of the message is coming from, but if not. Why I said half knowledge could be very dangerous and detrimental to your faith is so simple. Here was a king who thought that his gods were greater. And then he got up one day and built another god, gold image. And everybody else was supposed to be bowing to this image. But there were saints, Christian people, believers of the Most High God, who said... We know that we are not supposed to bow to any image. But this is very interesting to me. I know that if somebody brought an image to your life, I know for sure you will not bow. But I can see many images that, has come, that have come in different forms. And we have bowed to them. I want you to listen carefully so that you will begin to be bold to stand for the truth. Hallelujah. The scripture said. They replied. There is no need. To talk with you on this matter. I respect that very much. There is no need to talk with you. On this matter. They refused to think about that. They couldn't confer. With ourselves to say. Brethren what are we going to do. I see many believers, when the thing is so direct, they like to reason. 
I see many believers when the thing is so clear. You see, when the Bible said, there's no need to consider this, do you know what it means? You don't have to give it a second thought so that the devil can give his sermons. The reason why you should bow. There are so many of us when we are confronted with issues. When it's clear cut, we try to slow down. Maybe because if we look at the... You see, let's, let's also reason. Let's, let's reason. Because you see, this one you can see fire. This one you can see disappointment. This one you can see a failure. May I beg you to know that. If you want to serve God, you must be determined to stand with God. In God, there are if nots. We the ministers have always taught people to think that there are no if nots with God. We have always made people believe that by all means, brethren, may I tell you, as long as we are in this life, there would be, if not, amen. Your attitude or your behavior counts a lot whenever there is a situation of if not. Amen. Few things I want to. Let's go back to the scripture in verse 16. Um, Shadrach. No, before we even come here, let's, let's look at 15. Now, if you are ready, at the time that you hear the sound or the horn, how much ready are you, are you for God? A man gave, the gentleman is sleeping too much. Somebody touched touch, touch him and said, don't. You slept last night, so wake up. The devil wants to steal from you, so don't sleep. Okay? Amen and amen. amen. The Bible said, if you hear, if you are ready. And immediately I said to myself, how, am I, how ready am I if the Lord confronts me with a situation where I have to stand for him? What will I do? And I see many of us. There are so many inconsistencies. But as you hear, if not, may you be determined to serve the Lord properly. Amen. The verse 16. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. I ask myself, what is it that made these guys say such a thing? Knowledge. Because you see, knowledge display in the answer they gave. Praise the Lord. When a child of God doesn't have knowledge, he gives in to anything. And such a person will not qualify. These people were not only playing the hard role. But they just knew God. And the answer they gave in the next verse. Listen to what he said. 
If that is the case, our God, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from this situation, this burning fury fire. Our God is able to do it. Praise the Lord. Do you know God to that extent? That's one knowledge. Hallelujah. Is somebody listening to me? Do you know God to that extent? That God can do everything. The second knowledge. No. Will, nor will we worship the golden or the gold image which you have set. Second knowledge. I am not ready to give in to anything that is not godly. That's the second knowledge. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Begin to ask yourself how much you know God. There's no thinking about this. We wouldn't do it. In fact, when it comes to God, we want to tell you that He can do everything. Now the man has quoted and said, Who is that God that will deliver you from my hands? The brothers, the brothers said, We know the one in whom we serve. He is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above every imaginations of man. Then he goes further. In the next one, in the next verse, the Bible says, now is that the one? No, 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 the 18, please. They didn't stop only at the point of knowing that God is a great deliverer. But they also made room to say, God can decide to do anything that he pleases. And so they said, if not, praise the Lord. This is where I see many believers as religious people. When God allows you to go through something, he has a reason. And I want to beg you. Grow up to the level where you can understand God. But if not, do you know that but if not is part of our Bible? But if not, may I tell you that whatever that is confronting you as a heated fire can be quenched. But if not, there is also hallelujah. Are you listening? Hmm. Oh king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. We will not do it. I was just thinking to myself and I said, if, 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 if gold images are not mounted, because I know that the devil is not as foolish as mounting gold images anymore. He won't do that anymore. That you think the devil is foolish? He will bring a very nice handsome man. 
when you really need your poverty to be taken care of. And then you will preach the sermon to say, he was born into a Christian home and it's okay. He goes to church, except that he is not, but he promises that he will be this. Okay. You see, I want people to understand how to serve God. No is no. If not, what am I going to do? Am I going to curse God? Am I going to reject God? Am I going to backslide? Because what I expect does not come the way I want. This is the biggest situation the church of Jesus is confronted with now. That's why we don't see the hand of God. We have only known a God who is able to deliver. But we haven't known a God who sometimes can say that, I want it to stay like that. I will show you a few things. I was thinking about a young, beautiful, a young, handsome man in the scriptures. The man had not married. I remember many years ago, I, I preached a sermon on the rapture and eternity in this church. And one of our sisters, who a dear one who from time to time will come and spend some time with us. That day we went home. At that time I was living on the, on the Sminters Road. We, we went home and then before we had uh, lunch, she said, Why did you preach so hard like that? And I said, What do you mean? He said, You know, you talk. You're making it seem as if Jesus is coming now. Please, I'm not married, so you shouldn't come now. <laughs> I was actually in, in taking a bullet into my mouth, but I had to hold it. And I know that she was honest. But there are many people who would also hear and would not be honest. And say, my friend, you talk about the coming. There are a few things I need to get done. May I say to you, if not, let him come. Amen. See? But O King, if not, it's also a scripture. I was talking about a young man in the Holy Scriptures, full of the Holy Ghost, good reputation, good knowledge of the Word of God, stood, in fact, apart from Jesus, one man whose sermon really touches my heart in the Holy Scriptures is Stephen. In, 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 in Acts chapter 7, Stephen stood... And this man preached from Abraham all the way down to Moses and challenged the people. And it got to the point, his sermons were so cutting that the people... Is everybody alive? Please look at your left and right and make sure nobody... Because I'm going to do something you have to see with your eye. You don't have to hear it. Uh-huh. Now everybody look. Stephen preached a sermon that touched those people. They did it. Hey, look. Huh? So they took a stone to stone the man. And when I look at that brother, I ask myself very simple questions. Sister Leonora. But God. That is a very fine gentleman. 
His first sermon was full of fire. We need such people. But what happened? In the book of Acts chapter 7 verse 54. Let me read it to you quickly. The Bible said, the Bible says, And when they heard these things, they were cut to heart, and they gnashed at him with their teeth. That's Gnashed with him at their teeth. So angry. And now the Bible says that, But he, being full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven, and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. And said, look, I see the heavens opening and the Son of Man standing at the, at the right hand of God. You know, what touches me is that the brother didn't care. As long as I stood for God, whether I die now or later, the issue must be with God. And I see many people, when they are confronted, when they need to stand for God, this brother didn't leave, they killed him. But there's something else you need to know. When they were stoning him, he didn't even feel the stones. When a man stands for God, nothing is hurtful to him anymore. The brethren, in the time of Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar, those people, they didn't care. In fact, may I say, if we have read the whole chapter, what you would discover is that there were certain people who were selected to bind them and to throw them into the fire. And those people, in carrying those men, the three men, into the fire, by the mere fact that they got closer to that heated fire, they died. That's to tell you how much heat... But the men that were put in. You know, for the first time, an unbeliever stood. And he said, I put in three men. I see a fourth man like the Son of God. And I come here too. Stephen is being stoned. And I see Stephen sees Jesus. Brethren, may I tell you, any time you stand for Jesus and you do not flinch, God will show up. Hallelujah. Many of us give up quick. Many of us become hypocritical. When we need to stand for God, that's when we reason. That's when we begin to say, yes, 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 yes. Um, um, let me show you what I'm talking about in Job chapter, chapter 13, verse 15 and 16. I want to show you something. Job 13, 15 and 16. Now, let's, would you read this scripture for me quickly? One, two. Hmm. Verse 16. You are not reading well at all. Let's start. Crack, crack, crack. Go back to 15 quickly. One, two. Though he slays me, yet. Uh huh. Verse 16. Now, listen to the scripture. 
Even though God slays me. Even though God allows me to be in trouble. Even though situation, the fire has been kindled. Even though the situation is such that it's not easy. Yet will I do what? Trust Him. Would you trust the Lord in your difficult times? No, I'm not hearing you. Will you trust God in your difficult times? Even though He slays me, yet will I trust Him. Now, let me... The important one to me is the verse 16. I want to show you something. The Bible says that He also shall be my salvation. In other words, He's saying that He is my salvation, whether by death or by living. But the second part says, For a hypocrite could not come before him. When men ought to stand for God, they take two opinions. When men need to be firm and say, I believe in God, I won't take this. That's when they waver and they enter into negotiations. Here, Anytime men entered into negotiation, they become hypocrites. And I see in our generation, people like too much peace and comfort. That instead of standing for the Lord, less dialogue. That's why we don't see the hand of God anymore. But I came to tell you that there are if nots. And anytime there is an if not, God will show up. Are you listening to me? Negotiations, reasonability. We think too much. When the brethren said, we won't think, we will act. Blessed be Jesus. We have become a bunch of people who are always reasoning this, da, dee, 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 da, da, da. There's no glory anymore. When can we allow God to prove Himself? When can we say, I stand for Jesus, therefore there is no negotiation on this matter? When can we learn these type of things? Let me tell you something. If we want to see the glory of God... We would have to take a stand. Whether by death or by living. He would always show himself up. Praise the Lord. Our Christianity has become. We don't value salvation anymore. We don't project God as the living one. I love what the brethren said. He said the God we serve. We know the different parts of him. This is why I said that it's important that you have knowledge. The God we serve, we know the different part of Him. He is able to deliver exceedingly, abundantly above your imagination. He is able to do this. He is able to do... We also know Him that He can allow us to be perished. And even that we are not afraid to perish, we will stand for the name of the Lord. After all, Stephen stood and he was not moved. And he saw Jesus standing. Anytime people saw Jesus, He was sitting at the right hand of God... But this time, the Son of God stood up and said, Stephen, look at me. Let them stone you. I am your inheritance. I am for you. And once I'm for you, who can do you no harm? Stephen didn't feel the pain. Well, brethren, learn to stand for God. 
I can hear you say amen unconfident. I don't understand the meaning of it, but anyway, may the Lord help you to stand. Don't run away when you have difficult times. Don't backslide when things are tough. Do you know that? Today, you know, religion is one of the things that bothers me a lot. People like to identify with churches more than Christ. And we go to such an extent of placing um, a sticker on our car. I am proud to be a covenant family community. If that sticker were here, I would burn it. I am proud to be a covenant family community member. I am proud to be a Presbyterian. I am proud to be a Catholic. I am proud to be a Methodist. Don't you see those, those, those stickers? I'm asking, don't you see? Why are you looking? Um, do you see? And then there's another one, let love rule. Uh, lead, eh? So you know it. The one that says let love uh, lead, I am told that when you put that on your car, you won't have accident. How can you not believe in Jesus and believe in sticker? Where is the church of Jesus going? Where is the church of Jesus heading towards? I can, I can never be proud of being a covenant family community church member pastor. I want to be proud of the fact that I know Jesus who died and resurrected on the third day, ascended on heaven, and he's coming back. My church is the best. Nobody can be the best. Jesus is the best. Why? 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 Why have we reduced our faith to some common things which are so sorrowful? Why? Stephen. Stephen stood and preached when they were stoning him. You know, sister, when we go to heaven, we will visit him. We pray that where he is will be allowed. Because if they put us to the zongo of heaven, I'm not too sure whether the passport we carry will allow us. But let's believe God to be able to go to such close rank and say, Brother Stephen, so how did you feel? And he will say, I didn't feel anything because I was already seeing Jesus. For them, they were stoning my body. My, I had left my body. And I was praying for them. Brethren, may we not reason too much. Anything that is contrary to God, stand for it. Hallelujah. There are too many reasons. We understand, we understand. We don't understand when it comes to God. Has he said and will not do? The thing about these boys who went to Babylon, as I keep studying and studying, I saw that they decided that as for us, whether we are in Babylon, wherever we are, we are for God. Wherever you are, may you be for God. Because there are, if not, that may come. Amen. Job, Job, Job said, though he slays me, God may not, but he will allow you to be slayed. 
But are you going to give up because you are being slayed? We have fed the church of Jesus Christ with so many things to such an extent that they don't know the other side of God anymore. The other side of God that says that if not, if, if I don't get this thing that I want, will you still serve the Lord? So many of us become downhearted. So many of us throw up and begin to ask questions such as, God, are you there at all? He is there, but you see, there are if-nots with Him. There will be days that God may just watch to see how much you love Him. Praise the Lord. Look at Stephen. Look at, look at, look at. You know, Job 1 is so beautiful. He says that though he slays me, Job has, God has allowed the devil to play anything. And I like their conclusions. You see, their conclusions always had to be with God. They didn't care much about the devil. We are too mindful of the devil, the devil, the devil. You see, that is not to say I'm not aware of the... Don't be ignorant of his devices. That is not... But we are too full of the devil. Let's be full of God. And talk about God. Talk about his goodness. Talk about his strength. Talk about his ability. They said the God we serve is able to deliver us. The God we serve is able to do this. But may we make it known to you that if he doesn't do, as for we bow and we won't bow. We will prefer to perish than to bow. Because we know that there is a salvation at stake. We know that there is eternal situation in God. And therefore we do not want to violate that. But rather we would we will become hypocrites. That's why he said strongly in this word. He said, I will defend. No, verse 16. He said that for a hypocrite could not come before him. You see, what that means is that anytime you are not sure you are between two opinions and will not stand for God, you will not be in his presence. The unction and the power that you need to be able to show that you are a servant of the Most High God will not be there. You know, recently I was studying about hypocrisy. I was quite surprised. The Holy Spirit just took me there and I decided to study. I was too surprised. And the things that were being said, especially in Matthew 23, the things that were being said about hypocrisy, honestly, I was so afraid for most of us. I must be honest with you. Because as I was reading the scriptures and the Holy Spirit was taking me through concerning hypocritical act, I said, nah, I think if this is the matter, then many of us are very hypocritical. I didn't relate to the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the Jews. I didn't read that to concerning them. I read that to see the state of the church. Hallelujah. Please don't be a hypocrite. Tell your neighbor, don't be a hypocrite. And when it comes to stand for God. Oh. When it comes to standing for God. Stand for Him. And don't be a hypocrite. Are you sure? Hallelujah. I decided not to speak for long, but I want to give you one more. I don't know. My heart is heavy for hypocrites. 
Would you pray to God and ask him to help you never to be a hypocrite? Whatever you believe is what you believe. Amen? If not, if not, you may have been married for too long, expecting a baby. I pray that God gives you. But for the time being, if he has not, don't let it worry you. You won't say amen? But Rafuri has finished, but he's saying amen. He has all his babies, he's saying amen. And you, you are young, you won't say amen. Hallelujah. Because they are saying, we want to hear, but you know, just pronounce the blood saying so we can say, I receive it. And don't give me if not. Well, if I don't give you if not, there is still if not in the Bible. So I better give you a balanced view of God. So that you can stay at peace. Blessed be his name. Do you know that sometimes you may have been to school with somebody and you were even one of the best students. He was the sharpest one. And when they all came out in life, he got a different job, you got a different job, and for whatever reasons, he's been paid very well and he has a very nice car and a nice home. Everything around him is nice. Do you know that you can easily go into your room and cry? Lord, are you seeing what I'm seeing? This man, I taught him mass. Look at him. But there is an if not. Probably, if you were the one who was giving his position, you would not say good morning to the Lord. You would have said, see how I was sharp at school. The race is to the swift. I have landed here because of who I am. But God looks at you and he said, this one, I must give him if not of my side. Because you see, if I give him the other side, he will not even say good morning, Father. The thing I'm talking, I know what I'm talking about. That's why somebody went to Jesus and said, Tell my brother to share his, the things with me. Jealous. You see, that you do not understand the if-nots of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's good though. See, when you understand God this way, I'm not trying to say, don't be, don't be, a, don't be, I don't want to use the word ambitious. I'm not trying to, don't, don't strive to, to, to be good. I'm not to be great. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that when it's, 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 it's the will of God is working you out and checking you to prove himself, don't mess it. So that his glory can come to him. Do you know that somebody's farm can yield the fruit and your own will not yield it? 
And I know that you will stand there. That's why now, many believers have gone to different places. They sell tomatoes together. And then they go and collect some water and put on their sprinkle and say, So mine will be bought and my neighbors will not be bought. Because I have the God of the heavens. We are adopting our own style. Minus God. If not, may his name be praised. Let me just give you one more so we stand to pray quickly. In Habakkuk chapter 3, the book of Habakkuk chapter 3. You know, it's good to have a full knowledge of God and, 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 and enjoy God than have a half knowledge because now I see even churches. Because you see, what has happened now in churches is that we, we, the prophetic ministry has gone so high that now everybody wants his church to become prophetic. And so different prophetic people are being invited. The reason is because we too, we want to see something. May I tell you that God is not moved. In any case, there are prophets amongst us, except that they are no whole like it is. Hallelujah. In Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 17 and 18, and we'll close on this matter. Though the fig tree may not blossom, nor the fruit be on the vine, though the labor of the olive may fail, and the fields yield no food, though the flock may be cut off from the fold, and there be no hairs in the stall, Yet, one, two. Do you think you can do that? When somebody's basket is full, and you went to your farm and there is, there is, there is only one tomato, that one too is sick. I don't believe you'll be able to say, I rejoice in the Lord. You only lift up your eyes and say, Lord, whoever has cursed me, I, I reverse the curse ten times. You see the kinds of prayer we are praying. Lord, ah, back to sender. Is this the type of Christianity God has? Do you know that every evil thing is done by the devil? Oh, you don't know. Okay. Whether you know or you don't know, the devil can get involved. But the issue is, if God allows it to happen, just trust in the Lord and there can be a diversion. Job's situation was done by the devil because the Bible says that he, con God said, have you considered? And so, but you see, when Job was talking, he did not focus on the devil. He focused on the Lord because the Lord is his God. So he said, though he slays me. Why do you know that sometimes God would allow the devil to do it? But focus on God. Too much focus on the devil has brought us down. Shall we believe God and stand upright for Him? He will glorify Himself. You see, when I see these people looked at, listen, Nebuchadnezzar was working with the devil. 
And yet, the brethren said, we don't care. Even if the devil burns us up, we still have hope. When I look at things that happen in the Old Testament and I come to the New Testament, do you know that all the brethren who were persecuting the Christians were working with the devil? Yet, the brethren never focus on the devil. I'm not trying to say where you, you see the devil bind him. I know when to bind, not to bind. I know when to speak to the devil, not to speak. But rather, I want to speak to my God and say, Lord, let's do something about this. Hallelujah. Listen, a genuine Christian focuses more on God. It's a hard message to take. But it is true. When you focus on God and you stand for Him, no matter what the devil would do, let me tell you something. You are not wiser than God. When a man stands for God and even the devil is coming, God knows how to deliver him. It's not a matter of you telling God that, Lord, Lord, don't you see? Let's focus on God. Because he has if nots. Blessed be his name. You think you're okay? Are you upset with me? Oh, you better not. Hallelujah. There is an if not. Tell your neighbor there is an if not with God. Therefore, stand for him. Your only duty as a child of God is to stand for God. To stand for God. When you need to say no to something, there are some issues, no negotiations. Just say no. If you won't talk, don't talk. But don't try to. You see, for me, when I read the Bible, I didn't see it just us. We don't need to think. I thought that they were refusing every idea the devil was giving to them. So they said, it's not time to consider anything. Our stand is clear. We are making it clear to you. You can hit your fire hundred times. It doesn't matter. But may I ask you a simple question before I move into the deeper part of this sermon? I want to close. If it was today's believers, may I ask you, do you think that we will hear such a thing? Full of the Holy Ghost and these people didn't have the Holy Ghost. It is worrying. We have become too reasonable. I ask Lord, thank God for Stephen. Stephen said, you want to stone me? I already have seen Jesus. I have departed from the body. In fact, even if I'm in the body, so be it. Some allow themselves to be thrown into the lion's den. Some of them were put in the prison cells with, 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 with um, fetus on their hands. And then they said that, you know, I was always wondering why those people never spoke up. And I said, Lord, I have followed you all these years. Is this my resource? That you see, the people have put fetus in my feet and in my hands. <laughs> I was wondering why they never cried like that. May you have a full knowledge of God. So that when God wants to make a show of you, you will be flexible to stand with Him. On your job, you'll be tempted. 
there would also be an option. Stand for God. In your relationship, you will be tempted. There will be an alternative. Stand for God. In your desire to have, it might not be that easy, but there will be an alternative. Stand for God. Because there are if nots with God. Bow your heads in prayer with me. I, I, I just want you to ask only one thing. Lord, would you strengthen my heart? Open the eyes of my understanding to know you so well that where I, ha- I need to stand for you, I will not disappoint you. Would you, would you please do that? So that if, if the enemy is offering something to, 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 to disturb you, you will not focus on him. You will focus on... Do you know the Bible says that he is the altar and finisher of our faith. You see, all these people that I quoted, I saw something about them. No matter what happened to them, they focus on God. Praise the Lord. No matter what happened, they still kept. Stephen's being stoned, he looked at Jesus. These guys said, our God is able. Job says, though he slays me, I will still not be. And let me tell you something in conclusion as you are praying. Let me tell you something. If you don't come to this knowledge, you will not be able to stand before the day of the Lord. Thank you, Father. Father, we pray to you. That you would teach us to have understanding of the if-nots. For these are the tempting grounds areas for our lives. We've seen too many people, Lord, of ourselves, where we need to stand firm in what we believe and to declare that no matter what we will stand for Jesus, we make compromises. We repent of these things. And Lord, we pray that the eyes of our understanding be enlightened in the knowledge of your will and your word. So that, oh God, in the course of life, if there are issues confronting us, we will still say we are not going to think about it. We will stand for God. I pray that this knowledge will stir us up to begin to seek and to know your will concerning everything. So that you, O God, will be glorified in our lives. We are pleading because we see the Lord. We haven't come to this knowledge. We we have despised it. We We have fed ourselves with things that our flesh would like to hear. But this afternoon we plead by the name of Jesus. That our hearts will be strengthened. To have the if nots. Of your will. So that your will will be done in us. Anybody that has heard this word of God. And has received it. With the spirit of humility. May they be strengthened. With might in the inner man. And for your name. In Jesus name I pray. Amen.